I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, guys. So it's your boy Miles here. Melanie. And we are joined by Micah Holmes. Say hello. Hey, hey, hey. Tell us who you are, Micah. Um, I am a young, a young snatched person of colour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great life aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> Which that. includes, tell us some. Um, so I... First and foremost, trained as a dancer. Okay. Um, I trained classically and then I moved on to different things like hip-hop and contemporary and explored um, like the world of dance. And then I recently have moved on to do uh, more acting. Um, I'm just making my stage and screen debut, as you know. Yeah. Um, and also recently I've got into um, a lot more of choreography stuff and I've just choreographed um, my first artist's um, project, which was an incredible honour, with the great Moan Rizwan, the comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's my main my main shtick. Super duper dope. You can probably hear by this ghetto sound quality that we're not in the studio right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a hotel in London uh, with Micah, where he's currently sat down getting his face beat. Nice things. So nice. nice thing. Yes, only. <laughs> Because uh, you've got miles. your look at God when you do it, <laughs> absolutely all the time. Uh, yeah, we're here with him. He's getting ready for his premiere for Rocket Man. Tell us a bit about mm. that. You appear in Rocket Man as acting, right? Your acting debut. Yes, I do. Um, it is my screen debut, um, which is absolutely crazy because I was never going to be an actor. Um, I was always, <laughs> I was always a dancer. I was always going to be in things like Cats, Hairspray, Wicked, etc. Um, and I've had my moment with musical theatre, um, and possibly there are more, more moments to come, who knows? But um, yeah, I'm making my screen debut in this, um, and I'm so, so honoured to be part of this picture. Um, it's going to be iconic for British history, um, because obviously it's about one of our most iconic um, singer-songwriters. So, um, yeah. yeah. Dope. Uh, and you play a trans woman in this, yes? yes? Tell us a bit more about am, who you play. I'm depicting a trans woman, um, obviously of colour, yeah. um, in the 1980s, which is like absolutely major for me because... It, it's a massive honour for me to be able to portray someone of that community and yeah. shed more light on that community in a commercial aspect. A hundred percent. And did you go up for this role or, like, how did it come about? Wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> Where can I oh, get in <laughs> <laughs> <Ew. laughs> 
so we're going to get into it now because actually the tea is, hear this, hear this. Mm. Um, I actually auditioned for Rocket Man as a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, like the first rounds I did were as a dancer at the beautiful um, Wayne McGregor Studios um, at Here East in mm-hmm. Hackneywick. Um, and I did a few rounds of that and then I got to the, more or less just before the final, and they said that it wasn't going any further. Then a few weeks later, um, my agent rang me and they said, um, listen, we've just had a call from uh, the acting casting director, because the dance casting director and the acting casting director um, were two from two different offices. Mm-hmm. And they said, they would love to see, to see you for this role. They think it would really suit you. Um, and then I had recently supported the RuPaul's Drag Race Queens, Ooh. Alyssa and Shangela Edwards on their UK tour. Mm-hmm. And um, I had received some footage from that um, of me like in, in full, in full geesh doing a lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey, yes. yeah. 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 my full absolute life. Yes. And um, so I, m- me and my agent decided that we would send um, the footage of that gig off to the cast and director directors um, because we thought it would be appropriate for the role yeah um, and then they got back to me and they said um, that we they absolutely would love to see me for the role and I went for a screen test with the amazing director Dexter Fletcher uh-huh. who's um, a lot of people don't know this but his original um, claim to fame or that he did his original work he is the original baby face in Bugsy Malone oh no way oh yeah God. he's yeah. the original baby face in Bugsy Malone um, and he's had a, an awesome acting career and is now going on uh, and has now moved on to direct mm-hmm. he directed Bohemian Rhapsody the oh. queen, uh, the um, queen yeah I love that with the amazing Rami Malek yeah. he's just got a BAFTA for best yeah. leading actor mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I had a screen test with him and it, I went in full geesh. I went yes. in a full outfit, full beat. You know nothing up. but for like, let's be real, do you know what I mean? I know nothing but professional. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay. Honey. <laughs> you have to give the kids what they want. You, you have do. to be very, when you audition for things, you have to be very smart about your branding and you have to almost turn, I always say, almost turn yourself into the product that you think is appropriate, yeah. but show a little bit of yourself so mm-hmm. that they have something to connect to and mm-hmm. um, be human and be um, relatable. And that's exactly what I decided to do for um, that role. I knew when I received the script that I could play this role, you know, inside out, back to front, hands tied behind the back sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just have to go and I just have to kill it I pushed the nerves down and we had an amazing screen test um, and I did the entire script from memory mm-hmm. and of um, course then of course and then um, Dexter um, was just he said some he said some absolutely beautiful things in my screen test and then um, yeah that was that how did you uh, connect with the role like what like steps did you take to connect with playing a trans woman Cause, you know in the community yeah. in like pop culture right now there's this whole like in America the American actor there are getting angry saying, why are you getting black Brits to play um, Americans? You yeah, know, absolutely. we've had um, not the opposite, but we, yeah, we've had the opposite with obviously the amazing pose. Uh, people saying, yes, thank God we've got trans women playing trans women. Did you ever have a moment where you were like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't play a trans woman? Or, or like, how did you... Well, How it's, do you take that on? Actually, Miles, it's funny that you mentioned Pose because yeah. um, I was personally invited to the BBC Network premiere of Pose uh-huh. um, screened at Rich Mix in London. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just getting his face beat, sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys, sorry guys. We're just looking at the um, eyes right now. A bit now. bigger and a bit longer. Like maybe to like just, just like past that 
the brown eye. The brown eye. Cool. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah, cool. Amazing. Um, yeah. So I went to the BBC Network premiere of Pose, uh-huh. and um, I was interviewed by representatives of the BBC, and they said, "What are your what What is your feeling on not uh, on trans people?" So I'm trying to think of how to word this on people that aren't trans depicting trans people, yeah. and I said that I personally feel that the best talent for the role should receive the role. Yeah. I think you should cast always as close to home as possible. Yeah. But failing that, you should find the talent that can most accurately represent that person or Agreed. that community. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100%. Um, so, yeah, that's my stance on it. Um, I have massive respect, obviously, for trans women of colour mm-hmm. because we would not I would not be here today doing what I am doing if, if it wasn't, wasn't for yeah. their fight and what they did for us mm-hmm. you know back back in the time in the era that I'm representing in Rocketman which is why it's a massive thing for me um, I did a lot of research like into my role and I spoke to a lot of um, trans friends that I have yeah. and I sort of I made some ground rules for myself going yeah. into this role about the do's and the don'ts yeah. of how I was going to portray this role. So yeah, I just I just think it took a lot of... I had to make sure that I really thought about it and I was really respectful in my portrayal of the character. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it I didn't want it to go over the line from tr- like depicting a trans character to being a drag queen. Yeah. I wanted to yes. make it very, very clear that she's a trans woman and she's not a drag queen and there was none of the... Oh, God, hunty! Like, yeah. none of that. It was just... That is, that's how she is. She's that's, a woman. Yeah, she is a woman, period. The end. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you get to meet women from that area, trans women from that area, while researching a character or anything like that? Um, well, no, not from that era, because unfortunately a lot of them... Um, died from AIDS and, yeah. and you know, that, that whole sort of thing. How was um, that for you, learning these stories? Um, well, you know, I'm still learning about their stories mm. and I, I, I try and strive to educate myself as much as I can about that era, about, you know, the um, the, the struggle of Stonewall and stuff. Um, but no, I, I didn't, but I, I'm very much in the community, in the queer community, and I dance for a lot of queer artists and mm. collaborate with a lot of queer artists. And so I have quite a few... One of my best friends, actually, is... is um, Mid transition, okay. um, and my house mother because I'm in a Vogue house. Oh, um, one of my house mothers um, is a trans woman, and um, I just I really thought about conversations that we had had previously about her struggle mm-hmm. and about her journey, and I just I actually really want to dedicate. Sorry, like this is so Come deep food, for me. It. It's really really emotional for me. But I actually really want to respectfully dedicate my portrayal of this character. Mm-hmm to um, the the trans community and the struggle that they face and the journeys that they face day to day because I just have such massive respect for it. Mm. Um, I couldn't respect it anymore. And um, I'm totally mindful of what they've done for us and our community. And I think in the queer community, um, gay men very much take the forefront and very much take, you know, like the, the speaker role. Um, so to say, and I feel like, especially um, lesbians and trans people, I feel like they're often pushed to the back. Yeah. And it's yeah. my desire that um, they are, um, they're acknowledged more on a commercial scale. Does that make sense? Yeah. 100%. How did, um, 
the rocket man story elton john's story personally affect you if it did did you get to learn something from the story or from being around him if you got to be around him um so i actually Any gems? <laughs> yeah so i actually did not meet elton john at all during this process mm -hmm. he's a very he's a very very busy girl okay. <laughs> he's a very busy person I can imagine, and he only really visited set um once or twice mm -hmm. and when he did it was when there were absolutely like massive scenes of like 400 extras mm -hmm. like some of my scenes were like that but he mainly wanted to see like the musical numbers yeah. and uh, the dance numbers I mean, I think that's the story because I was on completely different locations to those. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I didn't get to meet him. But um, I personally, I wanted to focus on my character as much as possible right. and just be really focused and be really in my bubble mm -hmm. and focus on my connection with Taryn. Um, right. Because most of my scenes were um, with Taryn, who portrays Elton John in the picture. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to make sure that my concentration was on my portrayal of the character and my connection with the other actors. Because I... Listen, it was a big thing for me to take on as well because I'm opposite the likes of Tyrone Egerton, Richard mm. Madden, who's just on The Bodyguard for BBC. Mm -hmm. um, he's also He also plays the handsome prince in um, the live-action version of Cinderella. Um, and Jamie Bell, who's the original Billy Elliot, and he's done Jumper and stuff. Mm. So these are people with, like, serious Hollywood credits. Mm. And I have a scene... Um, actually, well, I can, I can say this now that it's premiered. Yeah. Um, I have a scene where it's just me and Taryn. And for me to act opposite someone that has done films like Eddie the Eagle, Kingsman, um, Sing he's done. And for now for him to be embarking on his biggest um, project of his career, that was really a massive thing for me. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a massive thing. I, I just really wanted to make sure that I was as truthful and my intent was as, um, as pure as possible for the character. Amazing. Uh, what would you say was the best like, experience of this whole process of the filming and everything? Personally, mm -hmm. I think the best part of the process for me was just to really, um, I really felt like I was appreciated as an artist on this project. And mm. um, what they say about um, film and, and screen and television is true, like the way you get treated is, <laughs> is appropriate. Uh -huh. yeah. I mean, yes. It's how, it's how it's all artists mm. should, should be treated. Yeah. You know, I had my own trailer and every mo I got driven to set every day in a Mercedes, oh. which was lovely. Nice thing. It came, to, it came to my door in Trouble hey. at yes. 5.30 each morning and I got driven onto set. Um, yeah, yeah it, I got driven onto set. Um, I had my own personal driver. Um, I would get onto set each morning and um, I, I actually had five girls that personally dealt with me. I had um, a makeup artist. I had a hairstylist. And like other various people that I had a person that would take off my off and on my shoes. It was that. Are crazy. you joking? No, it was that crazy. And every morning I would arrive onto set and I would receive the gourmet menus for each meal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I'd be like, Don't I, will, the food. I yeah, absolutely. I I would always say I would I will have the sea bass and the steamed vegetables. Mm -hmm. And you know, if any of my runners ever saw me looking tired or mm -hmm. flagging, they would say to me, "Do you want anything? Is there anything that I can get for you?" Blah 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 yeah. blah. And I would I would always say I would love a. Coffee, a ham and cheese panini, a packet of cheese and onion crisps, and a Fanta. I need to get my blood sugar as high so I can give as, as much energy as possible. But yeah, it was just, it was really like the way I was treated and stuff. And yeah. obviously, to be working alongside actors of the caliber that I was was mm. absolutely incredible, and it's a memory that I will cherish forever. What was the hardest thing about it? Um, for me, the hardest thing on any project 
you know, from if it's a small passion project to Hollywood red carpet girl. The hardest thing for me <laughs> is always just making sure that I am calm and collected, that I control my nerves and I make them work to positive in a positive way as opposed to allowing them to get the better of me. Before we shot, I shot the film actually at the, the scene where it was just me and Taryn by ourselves. I got really, really emotional and um, I almost shed a few tears and I had to have a really stern word with myself and mm -hmm. say, listen, you have to focus on the task stay at hand. Yeah. You have to stay in the moment and be true to this character. And then afterwards, that's when you can cry and you can break down, girl. But right yeah. now, it's I time say, to slay, bitch. Literally, I always say, every day you are allowed five emotional minutes during the whole 24 hours okay. and the rest of okay. the time you've got to be gangster. The rest that of the time you've got to be gangster. In it, that five minutes of emotional minutes. Allowed five Thank minutes you. to feel yourself, to absolutely, and it's so natural, we all do it as human yeah. beings, but you have to delegate the time, and you have to be responsible <laughs> yeah. for yourself, and wear your big girl knickers. Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. have those five minutes where you can have those moments, and don't let anyone see you do it, have your best friend in your close circle that you can rely on, yeah. but mm -hmm. the rest of the time, never let people see you sweat, let people see you be professional, and be yeah. on it, but the rest of the time, you know, you've got to slay. Yeah. 100%. You've got to say, life is too short. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Sick. So, the premiere is tonight, right? The premiere is tonight. I'm shaking in my boots, girl, but you, you know that... that well, you've got your five minutes. There. How many <laughs> minutes have those of you used? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know, yeah, but, you know, the, all, all that stuff that we spoke about turning the nerves into a positive thing, I'm yeah. just going to really, really take my own advice yeah. for once and, um, and just really try and make this Live really in the positive moment. experience. I'm really excited to see who I bump into tonight mm. because, you know, it is, it's an iconic moment for British history. Yeah, and obviously I've, I saw the film for the first time last night and even some of the people that I saw at the casting degree screening, it was amazing to see. I actually bumped into Taryn and Dexter walking into the cinema <laughs> yeah. and um, Taryn and Dexter said the most lovely things. They were like, oh, it's so lovely to see you again, blah, 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 Aww. blah. Mm. And I, I exchanged a kind word with them. I said to them that they had absolutely killed it at the Cannes Film Festival, yeah. which yeah. I really, really believe they did. Um, it was received with a standing ovation and it was a very emotional time for everyone involved. Um, and I'm, I'm so honoured. I first and foremost you know to be involved with with this picture because mm. it is going to be an iconic so if you haven't seen it please go and see it. it's out in cinemas on wednesday the 22nd Ooh. please go and see this Boop. iconic moment do you know what i actually said miles do you know what i said yesterday when i was in the cinema <laughs> what'd you say i felt like it was a mixture of you know um the kind of uh the aesthetic of hairspray mm -hmm. oh which i like yeah i felt it was like a mixture of um the uh, the, the aesthetic of Hairspray uh, but I also thought it was very very true to the period of like the 1960s to 1980s um, England, I thought it was a very accurate representation wow. and so I think that the general public of Great Britain like the UK, I think it's going to be something that we can all connect with right. really? and I think the most even as black things, people Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I was. That would be my next. Yeah, that's what was going to be my next question. Whilst on set, mm -hmm. how was that? Because we often get told, you know, it's hard being a person of color on set, and like you're the only person there. Like, absolutely. how was that? Was the, were you the only person of color there? No, and I think this oh, is something great. that I feel really, really strongly about. Mm -hmm. I often say about Western musicals that are period. I often say about them that is not enough representation yeah. of people of color in the, you know not just in the West End but in the commercial industry in general um, I had a conversation with a person that I was dating a while ago mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a person and um, they said to me 
they were like, you know, what's one of your dream roles to play? And I said, I, I've always wanted to play Peter Pan. I, I think that kind of bubbly energy that mm. he has, that playful energy, I think that's naturally, something that I possess naturally. Yeah, 100%. Person. So I would love to play Peter Pan. And he said to me, he was like, you've got your black musicals, just stick to them. Oh. Uh. I'm guessing Imagine that's the reason why you dated and there's dating, an ED past tense, past tense honey. Tense. <laughs> and, and I said, listen, can't come and listen me. I had to just take a moment <laughs> yeah. and I just had to be a very grown person in my yeah. response because I was ready to... Throw hands. I, listen, you don't <laughs> want to catch his hands yeah. because usually they have a nail. Yeah. Exactly. You don't want to catch these hands because I, I'm, these I, my, spirit, my, spirit animal, <laughs> yeah. my spirit animal is a black cat and I scratch. Oh, so shit. You don't want to catch these hands. But yeah, I said, I said to him, I was like, listen, how are young people of colour supposed to feel like they can aspire to do great things? Mm-hmm. Yep. How are young people of colour supposed to feel like they can aspire to do great things and portray incredible people throughout history if they don't see their represent- representation accurately on, screen, on stage, on stage in the media, in films, in the commercial industry? Mm-hmm. How is that supposed to happen? I remember going to see my first ballet um, when, I was, when I was five. I've still got the programme in my bedroom mm-hmm. and it was The Prince and the Pauper. It was by English National Youth Ballet. And... Um, I remember thinking then, I was so delighted to see, I think this was probably like the first, like the first time they'd probably really accepted like young ethnic students into like the ballet, the ballet mm-hmm. world. And there were two um, twins of colour, two boys. And I remember thinking, wow, if they can do ballet like that, I'm sure I can as well. And yeah. that's all I hope to be for the younger generation mm. that, that is, is, is going to be watching me doing these things. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And so, yeah. I feel like I've gone up a, a bit off Yeah, was, no, when, you, when, you went, when you went on set, like, was there anyone else that yeah, there looked was. like you? Not just like, not working as an actual performer, but even, like, back, behind the scenes. Um, so, in regards of talent, I feel like they tried to be as diverse and as multicultural 
um, in casting the film As and the permitted. dancers and um, the actors as they possibly could. You see representation um, of Asia there, of you see, you see um, African heritage, you see Caribbean heritage. It's all there in Living Colour Television, which I'm, I'm also really proud to be part of that as well, because yeah. that's a move for, an, for a, a British movie. Yeah. That's a move, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but if I'm honest, like behind the scenes, like my ADs, my directors, my runners, um, most of them, were um they were Caucasian. I didn't see many people of colour um mm. behind the scenes. But listen, people Small of colour, we're better at the talent, honey. Well, we're better yeah. at the talent. We've got those <laughs> gifts, my love. Okay. We've got those gifts naturally, my love. Do you understand? Yeah. So yeah, but I, I hope that young people of colour will also pursue careers that are behind the scenes as well because we always need those people we always need gifted people to be our focus pillars to be our gaffers to be our yeah. best boys mm. you know to be our directors and producers because if we don't if we don't have people of color directing and writing and producing we won't have people of color acting and dancing in these roles mm -hmm. right. so there's room for everyone and including the people of color 100 wow. percent I think I well. love you a little bit. <laughs> my love, my love, no. I'm in love with both of you. Love with you. I know, it's such an honour to be on the show. Because, you know, my, my boy and I, Miles, we go back a very, very long time. We do go back. And hey, I've been take my moment. <laughs> and I'm so pleased that, that it's arrived here. And I'm so pleased that I could come And what a wonderful studio. way as well. Yeah, you have to come yeah. to the studio. I'm so pleased. We're doing hood rap right now. Hood rap. Recording on the iPhone. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Sick. Well, we congratulate you. Uh, yeah. Get the belt. Thank you. Uh, oh, thank you thank so you. much. Magnificent. Oh, How about that? How about so we might even just drop this as like a, an, yeah. its own little, yeah, its own little thing. Thank you so much. I so, so appreciate. I can't wait to watch it, and I'm gonna be like, yes. It's actually. Right. Like, I think obviously. Might even I, I, because let's go. Of, I have an Odeon card, so boom, let's do it. Oh yeah, unlimited. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nice yeah. thing. <laughs> 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 I think because of because of the um the type of image that Elton John has yeah. and mm. the way he's portrayed in the media, um I think a lot of people will be really shocked by how how deep the message is behind yeah. Rocket Man mm -hmm. and how many really seriously poignant moments there are in the picture. Um because there are camp moments, there are moments when, you know, it's all about the glitter and it's all about the glam. But I say it's it's definitely it's raw as well. It's definitely a sixty forty percentage. I cried six times last night. Wow. I counted. I had a full face of makeup and I was fanning myself because I was like, listen, <laughs> oh let me not run this this snatched eyeliner. <laughs> let me not let, let me not have this eyeliner run. But yeah, it was it, it's really really a beautiful picture and yeah. it's going to be a beautiful thing to witness. So yeah, I'd encourage everyone to go and see it because it really will touch so many people. Amazing. Oh well, once again, congratulations. Thank you so much. On this, Thank this you is for huge. Me on the show. A hundred percent. Thank you. I can't wait to see you in your outfit. Yeah, all the things. All, all the things. All the yeah. nice things. Yeah. Well, before you go, yes. Everyone on this show, we ask them to give uh, the belt something or to oh someone. Oh my God! No. And we have to. <laughs> And we ask them to give Melanin Magnificence to someone. So okay. we'll start, what do you want to start with? Melanin Magnificence or okay. the belt? You, you're going to have to give me like a couple of seconds to think this one through. Okay, come on. Um, let me start with Melanin Magnificence. So, um, I personally, I think, because of the line of work that I'm in at the moment and what I'm currently doing in my career, mm -hmm. I have to give my Melanin Magnificence to... 
two young black actors that are currently taking the scene by storm. One is John Boyega, who comes from, he's, he's recently done um, the lead in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and my guy's from Hackney, you know. Come through Hackney. My guy's, my guy's from Hackney, you know. Come through Hackney. My yeah. guy's from Hackney, you know, and he's come through and he did such a great job on the films. Um, and then the other guy is, I forget his name, which is so unprofessional, but he's the one that's done um, the Get Out film, the very attractive young David guy. Kalu- Daniel Kaluuya. Yes, yes, my I guy. Saw him, uh, her I have he to give. Is it? Amazing, yeah. I have to give the Melanie Magnificence card to those two young men taking the industry by storm. Yes. Um, I aspire to do things that, you know, to do the, the, the calibre. Let me just do a quarter the, of what they've done, I'll be impressed yeah. with myself. Absolutely, <laughs> the calibre of things that they have achieved, um, especially at such young age so I, that's that's my melon and magnificence and who are you giving the belt to oh, this week yeah. come on because oh. i know your tongue is swift as well <laughs> swift and fast okay. um, do you know what it is really like it's really heavy in the media at the moment Ooh. and it's like a really really massive topic of controversy um but who you give, i'm really mad i'm fully mad because he's done amazing, do it with your chest he's done amazing things as well Tell us, who is it but I have to give the belt to James Charles. Uh, <laughs> I, I do, I, I do, because Did do you, you know what? Because do you know what? I think, um, I think he's incredible. I actually really stand his Morphe palette. I think it's an incredible, um, is an incredible collaboration between him and Morphe. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, the, recently the way he's been at Coachella, mm-hmm. the press releases, the, the press releases that I've seen of him at Coachella, and just the way that I, I that he's been behaving recently, I kind of just don't stand been because he's wild. very, he's young as mm-hmm. well, and he's got a very young following. And I'm, I'm all for do what the do what the hell you want. Mm-hmm. But you do have to be very mindful of your following as well. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go about around an F and blind, blah 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 blah, because I want to be, you know, as not inspirational, but I want to be a good role model for people that will hopefully follow in, in paths that I will set. You know, in mm-hmm. years to, in years to come, I would I would like to think that I would be a good role model for the younger generation. Um, but yeah, I just think you just always have to be mindful of these things, and you know, getting your bum crack out on, <laughs> on a worldwide platform when you have nine million followers. You know, doing things like... Uh, uh, if you haven't watched it, everyone, if you haven't watched it, go and watch Tati's 45-minute video. To be honest, I haven't even watched video. it, you know. 45 minutes. What the fuck? I saw his response. What and the fuck? Response, but listen... He has receipts, though. But listen... Uh, the oh makeup. wait, is this the makeup? The makeup artist yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. How I've did you seen... not cut an on? No, okay, no, 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 and yeah. I, and I always say, I always say, there's side A, side B, and, and the, the truth, truth, bitch. <laughs> right? There's three okay. sides to every story. Mate. I always say, um, and I do understand that you don't see what goes on behind closed doors, but I think you always have to stay humble and you always have to be mindful of your roots. And I just really don't stand people, especially people that are really big in the press and the media. Mm. Yeah. You have to always give thanks. You have to always give thanks to the maker. You have to give thanks to, you know, the people that have influenced your journey, to, you know, the people, your like parents. Who raised you? Who raised you to be, to, to act like that? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's who I have to give the belt to. But I'm sorry to give you such an obvious answer. Yeah. That's fine. But, you know, I've been very busy doing my own things and I very rarely go on social media at the moment as it is. So I can't, I haven't been aware of like what's going, you know, underground and in the media at the moment. But that's the main thing because 
it's, it's like massively trending at the moment. Yeah. So what, what was it that he actually did? Because me, I don't know. Listen, go and watch the video for yourself, girl. 45 minutes, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah, have five minutes for him. Watch the video, because I know you have a cute... And you need to watch James Charles' 40 minute video. Yeah. I know you have a cute apartment, and I know that apartment, you clean it regularly, because I know how you stay, and you were raised well by your parents, magnificent. So while you're doing all your your cooking and cleaning, because I know you like some African food. What did I just eat? I know you like, I know you like your, um, what did you used to cook when we used to live, when, I, we, when we used to live together back in the day? What did you use? to Agusi. Agusi, yeah. <laughs> so while you're cooking, you're, you're doing your cleaning, just put, put on the video on. and just listen to it because you don't necessarily need to watch it, but yeah. you understand. So he chats wild things. She, Tati, she, Tati's oh, video first, T-A-T-I. Um, she's she's okay, a wicked. Yeah, um, send me the link. Yeah, so listen to what she said and then listen to him. Yeah. I guess you'll be getting the belt, James. And if you ever want to collaborate with me, I'll consider it, but just don't be acting <laughs> up. Don't be acting up. Don't be acting up. Snake yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Michael, for coming on. And thank you show. so much for having me, guys. It's been an absolute honour and a pleasure, and please oh. have me back anytime. Yeah. If I'm available. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get this bag. I'm trying to get this bag. 2019 is the year of, of the, the coin. Bag. I'm the coin, absolutely so, yeah, but I'd, I'd be delighted to have to come back anytime. Thank you well, so slay tonight. We know that you will. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm going to open the champagne now because I've had enough. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.